Sports Business Journal's Michael Smith will be in Indianapolis for the college football playoff title game on Monday night. If you're going, hit him up. He'd love to hear from you. Also, plan for the future. Las Vegas and Miami reportedly will be the host of the 2025 and 2026 title games. That's according to Brett McMurphy. Those are the final two years of the current 12-year playoff contract. So if you're trying to plan your schedule, it would go something like this. Indy Monday night. Los Angeles as the host in 23, Houston in 24, Las Vegas in 25, and Miami in 26. And this is your Morning Buzzcast for Friday, January 7th. I made Madcore made it to the end of the first week of 2022. And let's start with the NFL. You know, a number of people reached out to me yesterday asking about the possibility of the Super Bowl being relocated from Los Angeles. There was some confusion over declarations in California about the state's health and safety actions, and would that threaten the ability to host the big game? My bottom line, it is just too early. An L.A. County public health representative acknowledged they are working closely with the NFL to keep the Super Bowl at SoFi Stadium. And while they said they couldn't provide certainty for the future, they didn't anticipate capacity limits at sporting events. So it's still very fluid. The NFL is considering Dallas as a backup, but as our Ben Fisher reported last night, it would require a dramatic development in California to actually move the Super Bowl. Let's shift to some news that broke yesterday. The New York Times company formally announced it is buying The Athletic for $550 million as The Times company sees the deal as a way to grow its audience of paying subscribers. And as print advertising decreases, renewal subscriptions are a more viable long-term business model. We've talked on the Buzzcast about The Athletic. The Athletic was founded in 2016, has around 1.2 million subs. That's a good number. It's built an impressive global business. I'm sure many of the listeners of the Buzzcast are subscribers to The Athletic. It has 600 full-time employees in North America, the UK, Australia as well. It has 450 journalists. It built its business by going after traditional newspaper media. Remember, they hired many sports writers in local markets to build its global news network. It has been looking for a buyer for months. It's reportedly burned through more than $95 million between 2019 and 2020. The Athletic has also raised around $140 million to date. It was valued at $500 million in early 2020, and yesterday's deal, of course, was for $550 million. I read it was an all-cash deal. The Athletic lost $55 million in 2021 on revenue of about $65 million. So the Times officials, in talking to the media yesterday, said they don't anticipate The Athletic turning a profit for another three years. So this is a long play for the New York Times company. After the sale closes, which is expected in the first quarter, The Athletic will be a New York Times subsidiary. It will operate separately and it will eventually become part of a broader New York Times bundle offer. So look for The Athletic to be bundled together with some other products in a larger subscription offering for The Times. Current leadership, current staff is expected to stay in place 
at The Athletic. But The Athletic has been looking for a buyer for some time. I'm sure it's very happy, very relieved, and very bullish on its future after being acquired by the New York Times Company. Let's stay with the subject of New York. New York will welcome sports betting this weekend. Yes, mobile or online sports bets will be able to be placed in New York as of 9 a.m. tomorrow, Saturday morning. There will be four licensed mobile sports wagering operators, Caesar Sportsbook, DraftKings, FanDuel, and Rush Street Interactive. They are all approved to accept sports bets. This is a very big deal in the sports betting world, in the sports world. New York expects $10 billion in sports betting next year with nearly a billion dollars in profit. New York has already received $200 million in license fees from these mobile operators because remember, these companies have agreed to pay a whopping 51% tax on their gross revenue. That is far higher than any other state. It's tremendously high, but they all see the value of being in New York. That's why they have agreed to pay this very high tax. But this is a big moment in legalized sports betting as New York will now be in the game with mobile and online sports betting. I have two items around Endeavor on the Buzzcast this morning. First, the Pro Bull Riders today will formally announce plans for a new era in its sport. The PBR will roll out a new team component. It's called the PBR Team Series. We've talked about this on the Buzzcast. It will establish eight new franchises. It's an entirely new business model as teams will compete for a season-long purse of $6 million. So this is more like traditional sports. The big part now is there are franchises and team owners, and team owners paid about $3 million for their franchise fee. There are eight teams. They're located in markets like Texas, uh, Arizona, Uh, Tennessee, Oklahoma, North Carolina. But what impressed me are the owners. Just look at some of the owners of these teams. Silver Lakes, Egon Durbin, unbelievable. Richard Childress, Bass Pro Shops founder Johnny Morris. They are all owners in this new team concept. So it's a very interesting concept here to take a page from traditional sports. Endeavor and the PBR are looking to ride the wave of franchise valuation growth Individual teams, again, were paid for for about $3 million, and I'm sure they're looking at that price increasing over the next few years. Meanwhile, the PBR Team Series will be on CBS Networks and Pluto TV. So a big day today for the PBR. The second part of the news around Endeavor, we have talked about how Endeavor has purchased 10 minor league baseball teams. Remember, those deals were announced in December. It's generated real buzz in the industry. Now, the Boston Globe is reporting that Endeavor has its sights on many more teams. You know, I've heard they want to buy north of 25 teams. It is interested right now, Endeavor is, in buying the Worcester Red Sox. That, of course, is the AAA team of the Boston Red Sox. Very successful franchise, founded and owned by Larry Lucchino. Lucchino and his partners purchased the Pawtucket Red Sox in 2015 for approximately $25 million. But Endeavor expressed interest in the team this fall and reportedly bid in excess of $50 million for the team. Right now, Larry Lucchino and his 10 partners aren't interested in selling. They reportedly rejected the offer, but this shows Endeavor's interest and efforts to grow its footprint 
of minor league baseball teams around the country. They really want to scale their operations with teams around the country. They believe they can get efficiencies. They believe that they can also build value and really grow a tremendous assets. So keep your eye on Endeavor's efforts around buying more minor league baseball teams. Let's end with names like we do on the Buzzcast. And I guess this is another issue around Endeavor or another story around Endeavor because NFL player agent Joel Siegel, well known in football circles especially, has joined WME Sports. Now he was at Sports 5 where he was CEO of the Americas. Our Liz Mullen reported that Siegel is expected to bring dozens of players with him to WME Sports, and Joe Siegel has a very deep and high-profile roster of players. Now, Sport 5 got out of the player representation business uh, last month in December, and Joel Siegel will bring his full staff, that's Jeff Garmhausen, Greg Barnett, and Eileen Gingold. They'll join him at WME Sports. Joel Siegel's been in the business a long time. He has negotiated more than, I think, $5 billion worth of NFL contracts. Clients include Khalil Mack, uh, Christian McCaffrey. Joel Siegel is always listed among the top NFL agents. He always lands a strong class of draft choices, and he will certainly strengthen WME Sports' football division. So Joel Siegel joining WME Sports. And internal news, the latest Marshan and Iran sports media podcast, that hit yesterday, touches on a number of big issues in sports media. And our SBJ iFactor interview with George Pine, both of those podcasts can be seen and heard on sportsbusinessjournal.com. So that is your morning buzzcast for Friday, January 7th. I'm Abe Madcor. Again, you made it to the end of the first week in 2022. Have a great weekend. Stay healthy. Be good to each other. I'll speak to you tomorrow.